Conference Championship Sunday, one of the best uh, weekends of the year in all of sports. And we've got the Final Four in the NFL. Ravens and the Chiefs will kick it off, followed by the Lions traveling to San Francisco to play the Niners. And we have broken it down for you in detail so many different ways over at LandryFootball.com. Make sure that you check out LandryFootball.com today for all the latest news, notes, information, and analysis on the college and the pro game. LandryFootball.com is where you want to go, where you want to be. Uh, LandryFootball.com. Uh, check out the holiday savings special that we still got on board for you. You can um, get the best information in football, college football, NFL. Try it out for a month. Uh, it's less than $10 a month. Try it out for six months. It's cheaper than that. Try it out for the 12-month package. Is the holiday savings special. LandryFootball.com. Check it out today uh, if you like. Uh Football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com, college or NFL. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Well, it um, the Chiefs are meeting an opponent that has been viewed as the best team in the league for the past month. The Ravens have been unstoppable for long stretches with Lamar Jackson playing at a dominant level, and the coaching adjustments – overwhelming their opponents. They're well-rounded team in all three phases. They're well-coached. And tight end Mark Andrews has been practicing a little bit this week and might be returning from a two-month absence. We'll find out how much will he play, if he'll play, how much he'll play, how much of a factor. If Lamar has his safety blanket in the middle of the field, look out. Aside from uh, – punting on the regular season finale when the Ravens rested starters. Their last six victories included five wins by double digits. Four of those came against playoff teams, including the 34-10 beatdown of the Houston Texans in the divisional round. As great as Jackson has been, though, the Ravens' defense has been stifling. The Texans only mustered three offensive points last week. The Ravens led the league with 60 sacks. They've got three players with at least nine quarterback takedowns. The defense is so good, and if they're on point, the Chiefs could be stuck playing catch-up. Certainly, the Chiefs have had no issues going back and forth with the Buffalo Bills, and they won't be deterred by adversity or a hostile crowd in Baltimore. But did their season's worth of issues disappear in Buffalo, or were they merely put on hold? Mahomes' supporting cast has made more than its share of mistakes. And without McCall Hardeman's fumble through the end zone, uh, put their season in jeopardy in the divisional round. Rashid Rice can't be the only reliable receiver on Sunday. Mahomes is going to have to play out of his mind. He has done that. Likely can and will do it again. Baltimore probably is the better team all the way around and should win unless Lamar starts turning it over. The Chiefs have become a standard of consistency, appearing in their sixth consecutive AFC title game and trying to get to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. Teams need a full 60-minute showing to knock them off, and the Ravens are capable of such a feat. The Ravens are among the most reliable teams of this century. Their success is built around their ability to limit mistakes while capitalizing on opponents' errors. They'll host Mahomes and the Chiefs, who are entering their sixth straight conference championship game. Mahomes' offense uncharacteristically struggled this year, 
but the unit is averaging 26 and a half points per game in the playoffs. That improvement is encouraging, no doubt. But keep in mind, the Dolphins and the Bills' defenses were both greatly reduced by injuries. Baltimore's league best defense is an entirely different obstacle for Mahomes. Kansas City's big game experience and Mahomes' play-extending abilities are the Chiefs' two biggest assets on offense. Otherwise, Kansas City's offense has no significant matchup advantages against Baltimore. Like Mahomes, Lamar Jackson is one of the few quarterbacks on the planet who can consistently carry an NFL offense. He'll face Steve Spagnuolo's defense. Um, You know, he's faced them three times, but not since 2021. He is one and two against Kansas City, with each of those games reaching at least 54 total points. He struggled as a passer in those contests, but ran for at least 80 yards in two of those three matchups. How well... Jackson performs as a passer, could be a deciding factor. His favorite target, Mark Andrews, could be a big factor in a difficult matchup for them. Look, I I am not going to be surprised if Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes pulls it out. Why? That's what they do. That's who they are. That's why we have talked ad nauseum about what they have done and continue to do. But this is a better Baltimore team. Uh, they've earned home field advantage, number one seed for a reason. They've been the best, most consistent team. But here's the thing about the playoffs. You can be the best team all year long. You better be the best team in that stadium that day. Because if you're not, Kansas City will make you pay. I think Baltimore's just really solid, though. They don't have any real discernible weakness. Uh, I think you can run the football to some degree on them, but not a lot. They've got a lot of answers, and it's going to take a near-perfect game for Kansas City to win it. I just think Baltimore is a better team, and they advance here. In the afternoon slate, late afternoon slate, the 49ers will host the Lions. The Niners were fortunate to outlast Green Bay, who carried their hot streak into a very strong showing in the divisional round before letting it slip away. The question is whether the 49ers are reeling or whether they just shaking off some rust against a quality opponent and dealing with maybe some weather issues that were problematic for them and they didn't handle it as well as Green Bay did. San Francisco is a more complete team than Detroit. Their defense is going to be tough to score points on, and I suspect Brock Purdy will play better this week, and he will need to. Purdy was out of sorts against the Packers, making uh, marking the second time in the last three starts with a sub-60 completion percentage. Four days after the game, the Packers fired defensive coordinator Joe Barry. But the Lions are the only remaining team without a dominant defense. Purdy and his incredible supporting cast must use that to their advantage. I think Niners coach Kyle Shanahan will move the pocket enough to keep Purdy clean and create catch and runs that will go for big yards. The Lions will give up some big plays in this game. The Lions have a strong running game with David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs that can aid quarterback Jack Goff, and they'll need to. He's going to need a clean and efficient pocket, and they need to be really clean in terms of limiting mistakes, and they're going to have to be clean in their, their protections against a tough pass rush. Dan Campbell will introduce a whole lot of variances in all three phases in this game. They'll be aggressive. For the Lions to pull off the upset, it'll be paramount to get off to a hot start. They can't let 
Niners running back Christian McCaffrey get into a rhythm, and they need to find a way to force Purdy into mistakes. If the Lions get an early lead and put Purdy into passing situations, he'll start throwing into the middle of the field where he's been known to put the ball up for grabs. I really don't want to pick against Detroit. I just love the story. I love the team. I love the grit. And I just love the fact that this could be, well, knock down the list of teams that have never been to the Super Bowl down to three because there have been four, and Detroit's one of them. Ultimately, I just feel San Francisco's a more complete team. They survived a major scare from the Green Bay Packers last week to the point where the Niners were largely outplayed by the Packers. Brock Purdy, in particular, had an uneven game against consistent pressure in a rainy environment. Clear skies are expected in San Francisco on Sunday, and the Lions have given up at least 340 passing yards in five straight games. That means there's a clear path to a bounce-back performance from Purdy. He'll likely need one because the Lions allowed the fewest rushing yards to running backs this year. Not only is this a tough matchup for Christian McCaffrey, but Debo Samuel is not completely healthy. It looks like he's going to play, though. And that's a huge positive impact for this Niners offense. They've got plenty of tools to beat a struggling Lions pass defense, but Samuel is a unique difference maker. His availability and his availability throughout the entirety of the game greatly determines San Francisco's versatility and ceiling on offense. Jack Goff has lost each of his last five games to San Francisco, but this is a dangerous, well-rounded Detroit offense. The 49ers' dynamic pass rush will largely determine this contest. If golf is under consistent duress, San Francisco could win this game by a distance. If Detroit's premium offensive line can effectively mitigate San Francisco's front, much like Green Bay did, that's a requirement for a Lions victory. The 49ers allowed the second-fewest rushing yards to running back this season, putting this game largely on golf's shoulders. And look, how do the Lions attack in the passing game? It's over the middle. What did the Niners do so well? They defend with their linebackers, the middle of the field, so, so well. It's going to be very difficult for the Lions to have success in the passing game unless they do it outside the number, something they're not as equipped to do. Look, I'd love to see Detroit get there, and I don't pull for teams, but because of the story, um, again, it would be a great story. It's going to be an upset, and it's going to take a clean game, a near-perfect game, and it's going to take San Francisco playing a little bit like they did last week against Green Bay, maybe even struggling and getting tight. Look, I think it's imperative for the Lions to get off to a good start. Put the pressure on San Francisco at home. Look, I know that Brock Purdy led the Niners on a scoring touchdown, and I don't think the Lions are capable of getting – a large lead against the Niners. But force the Niners to play from behind is the best formula for an upset here. I just think the Niners are the more complete team, the better team here, and they'll likely advance. Folks, if you want more detailed breakdowns of both of these games, as well as everything to do with this game in the NFL, we've already got the breakdowns of the biggest team needs in free agency in the draft for every team in the league that is um, – been eliminated from the playoffs uh, or didn't make the playoffs. So we've got all the information all year round on the NFL and college football. 
transfer portal, recruiting, free agency, the draft, 12 months a year. Try it out for a month. Try it out for six months. It's less than $10 a month. Uh, it's cheaper than that on our six-month package. For our 12-month package, a holiday savings special. Gets best information on the world of football from a plain coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our holiday savings special today. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate you joining us. Enjoy the game. We'll be back to break it down to you on Monday. And, of course, folks, we'll get you ready for the Super Bowl as well. And we are going to have a lot of Senior Bowl coverage this week and East-West Ryan coverage as we do our scouting work as the draft preparation. The offseason is underway for after this weekend for all 32 teams, uh, 30 out of the 32 teams, I should say. So make sure that you keep it tuned on LandryFootball.com and the Landry Football Podcast Network. Enjoy the game. Talk to you next time, everybody.